السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله العظيم الخبير الأجل يغفر الذنب ويعفو الزلل تنزح مولانا عن نقص والعلل جبار قوي لا يكل ولا يمل بسط الأرض بقدرته وأرسى الجبل خلق السماوات والأرض بالحق ولن يتركنا همل لا يغيب عنه مثقال ذرة في واد أو سهل سبحانه من إله عظيم خلق كل شيء بحكمته وعدل سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر My dear brothers, honored sisters, ladies and gents, friends and colleagues, first and foremost, uh, it is such a pleasure to be here amidst you, amidst uh, my brothers and sisters in South Africa, um, and then in Cape Town here. This is the last leg of my stop before I depart, inshallah, tomorrow um, to the UK and then uh, sometimes later back home. Uh, but this is my first time in your beautiful country and in your beautiful city and um, I have got a little glimpse at the, at the wonder that is South Africa and the amazing people uh, who are my extended family, brothers and sisters in faith uh, in this country. Um, brethren and sisters, I want you to visualize a scene with me. So the Prophet ﷺ is seated reclining and the sahaba are about him around him and abu bakr radiallahu anhu narrates he said the rasul said and the hadith is in bukhari and ghaliban in muslim he says ala unabbi'ukum kabair should i not inform you of the greatest of the major sins so the ashab said bala ya rasulullah inform us tell us what is the greatest of the major sins so the rasul said al-ishraku billah associating partners with the majesty of allah rabbul izzah the greatest sin listen to me muslims there is no sin in the heavens above, nor the earth below, that can supersede the severity of the sin of shirk. Allah Rabbul Izza says in the Quran, "Inna Allah la yaghfiru an yushrak bih, wa yaghfiru ma dun thalika liman yasha." Allah Rabbul Izza will not forgive the sin of shirk after that he will forgive whatsoever he decides to whomsoever he decides and i want to clarify so that there's no misunderstanding the murad is that allah forbid you die on shirk having committed shirk 
and not atoned and repented and made tawbah and awbah and istighfar from and you stand in front of the court of the Dhul Arsh al-Majid and fa'alul lima yurid wearing the cloak of shirk Allah says this I won't forgive inna allaha la yaghfiru an yushraka bih وَيَغْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ And after that, he will forgive whatsoever he decides to sum whoever he decides. Yet if you have erred and slipped and committed shirk and realized that, Ya Rabb, I committed the sin, then turn to Allah, Rabbul Izza, in Tawbah, in Awbah, that Allah will accept. But if you die having committed shirk and not repented for it, then you stand in front of the court of the Lord. Allah Rabbul Izza will not forgive that. So the first sin, the most colossal sin, is Billah. To give the authority of Allah Rabbul Izza to other than Allah Rabbul Izza. To worship other than Allah Rabbul Izzah. To humble yourself, you who Allah fashioned and created to a stone and a twig and a building and shirk, the most colossal sin in the heavens above and the earth below. So Ya Rasulullah, what after shirk? Listen dear ones. So the Rasul said, and the disobedience of parents and the disobedience of parents and then he was reclining so he sat up and then he said إياكم وشهادة الزور ألا وقول الزور ألا وشهادة الزور O Muslims, be careful of false testimony. Be careful of false witnessing. Be careful of saying I saw and you didn't see. Be careful of saying I heard and you didn't. Be careful. And Abu Bakr al-Siddiq says he repeated and repeated until we said in our hearts would that he stop repeating. So the topic, the disobedience of parents. Listen to the verse of Allah Rabbul Izzah. Qala ta'ala, وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّهِ And your Lord has decreed that you will worship none but Him. It's not a small thing. He sent 140,000 prophets, 124,000 prophets and messengers. For this one message, وَإِلَىٰ عَادٍ أَخَاهُمْ هُودًا قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهِ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَهٍ غَيْرُهُ وَإِلَىٰ ثَمُودَ أَخَاهُمْ صَالِحًا قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهِ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَهٍ غَيْرُهُ وَإِلَىٰ مَدْيَنَ أَخَاهُمْ شُعَيْبًا قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهِ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَهٍ غَيْرُهُ Every prophet came for this part of the message that you will worship none but Allah Rabbul so Allah says, Jalla Subhanah, wa qada, and your Lord has decreed, Allah ta'budu illa iyyah, that you will worship none but Him. Ya Rabb, what next? Wa bilwalidayni ihsana. And to your parents be good, to your parents be dutiful, to your parents show excellence in conduct. And Subhanallah, 
they are parents here and those who will be parents and those who have been parents and you know the sentiments of parenthood when that little one is born and you hold in your hand and you look at the world through their eyes and in their eyes and you have such hopes and aspirations such dreams and such such you know um, sentimental notions for which you will nourish and cherish the child and days pass and you give them the nectar of your youth and suckling on that the little one grows and grows and muscles develop and bones become you know denser and stronger and and now you are dwindling in energy and this one is growing stronger and all of a sudden the son and the daughter is a man and a woman and you have grayed and grown weak and they are on the climb up and your son is uh, sitting and theirs is rising and you have gone and that age if one of them or both of your parents attain old age and you're alive in your you know they have become tired and they were young like you full of life and energy and vigor and now the powers and the ability and capability and capacity and energy has slowly gone and dwindled and they're feeling vulnerable and weak and needy and and in that age Allah Rabbul Izza says if they reach that age عندك الكبر أحدهما أو كلاهما فلا تقل لهما أف Don't utter the slightest word of contempt to them This is the hukum of the Lord Do not utter the slightest word of disrespect You know Uff in Arabic is the lightest word of contempt If there was a word you know in English your mom tells you, sweetheart, can you get me that water? No, it's all right, sit down. So you get up, you sit back down, then she goes, listen, get me that water, please. So you get up and go, no, no, it's all right, sit down. If she does it three, four times, and then you go, oh, that's off. So Allah Rabbul Izzah says, وَلَا تَقُلْ لَهُمَا أُفٍ وَلَا تَنْهَرْهُمَا وَقُلْ لَهُمَا قَوْلًا كَرِيمًا Nor repel them, but address them in words of you know honor and nobility and grace um, you know Abu Huraira used to come near the dwelling of his mom and he used to shout out from afar peace be upon you oh my door into Jannah so the Quran says فَلَا تَقُلْ لَهُمَا وَلَا تَنْهَرْهُمَا وَقُلْ لَهُمَا قَوْلًا كَرِيمًا And then وَاخْفِضْ لَهُمَا جَنَاحَ الذُّلِّ مِنَ الرَّحْمَةِ وَقُلْ رَبِّ ارْحَمْهُمَا كَمَا رَبَّيَانِي صَغِيرًا Allah recognizing now you're a big soaring flying eagle and they've gone weak and tired lower the wings of humility to them and say يَا رَبِّ وَقُلْ have mercy upon them like they had upon me when I was young. I cried, they come, you know, I dirtied myself, they cleaned, I went. 
What doesn't a mom and a father do for a son? And what a repayment of kindness when that little one has grown in a bit of energy and a bit of, you know, muscle. And now he grows the audacity to, um, you know, give the parents the daggers and roll the eyes and raise the voice and give attitude. Do you not know that the one above the heavens watches? And understand the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. All wrong. Allah, Rabbul Izza, will delay its punishment for the Akhirah. Except for two. He will make you taste it in this life and then the Akhirah. The first disrespect of parents. You, dis you hurt the heart of your mom and hurt the heart of your dad. Don't just sit back and watch. It's coming. It's coming. There's no... The sun and the moon will change orbit and location. The word of the Rasul will never be wrong. So the Rasul said, it will happen. It will happen. Whoever... You know, I read a father, a son, took his dad in old age and he started pulling him out of the house to kick him out. When he reached the door, he said, son, bus, just, just until the door, just until the door, until the door. So I said, what until the door? He goes, the repayment is still the door. 30 years ago, I pushed my father just to the door. He walked out himself. The hadith, I, you, you'll only need to push me to the door and the repayment is done. Ifal ma kama tudan. Do as you will, what you sow that you will reap. And the second one is zulm. Zulm. Allah Rabbul Izza will give zulm back, oppression back to you in this life before it gives it to you in the Akhirah. And fear the dua of the mazloom against you. And the Sahabi, Ibn Abi Hazim says, he says the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Thalathatun, three groups of people, La yaqbalullahu minhum sarfan wa la adla, ay la fardan wa la nafla. Three groups of people, Allah will not accept their fard nor their nafil. So worship what you want. You know, give sadaqah what you, Allah won't accept it. And look at, look at the colossal level of this sin. That you do good, but Allah won't accept. Allah won't accept. The first one. Al-aqul the one who has earned the displeasure of his parents. The hadith, so everything about the afterlife is what the Prophet has told us. There's no other way of find, finding out. So he gives you the formula. Allah won't accept this. ثَلَاثَةٌ لَا يَقْبَلُ اللَّهُ مِنْهُمْ صَرْفًا وَلَا عَدْلًا أي لا فَرْضًا وَلَا نَفْلًا The first, الْعَاقُلْ لِوَالِدَيْهِ The one whose parents are displeased with him. Second one, والمنان, you know that sad, unfortunate soul who does a good for you, 
and then can't stop remembering and reminding. You remember when you're walking and didn't have shoes and I gave you those shoes. How are the shoes feeling? Ah, mashallah, you're walking comfortable, huh? Manan. It's low life. You know, with the heart of a bird, gives a little bit, then gets uncomfortable, has to remind, has to sing, has to say, it is not the characteristics of Muslims. We give, we chuck in the ocean and in the river and forget about it. I don't remember I have given. I don't remember if I have given you. This is a Muslim. So his right hand doesn't know what his left hand has done, but you do a little bit. And then in your head, you're expecting appreciation and acknowledgement and accolades and, um, you know, but you didn't tag me on that. And, uh, do you understand? Wal-mannan, Allah hates it. And third, the one who rejects the qadr, the predestination that Allah Rabbul Izzah has decreed the maqadir. Major sins in the court of Allah Rabbul Izzah. And then listen to this hadith. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says from Ibn Umar. He says three categories of people Allah will not look at on the day of judgment. Allah Rabbul Izzah will not look at them. Nor will he cleanse them from their sins. And for them is a huge punishment. They have lost dunya in akhirah. This unfortunate category of three. The first one, Al-Aqul Liwalidayh. Al-Aqul Liwalidayh. The one whose parents are displeased. Disobedient to the parents. And second one, Wal-Mar'atul Mutarajjila. And a person who is of one gender, but operates like another. You know, man dressed not like a man, a woman dressed not like a woman, you know, walks like a man, talks like a man, behaves but not, not a man. The hadith says, Allah doesn't like it. And last one, what they use. And a person who has no honor with regards to his family and women folk. These three categories of people, Allah Rabbul Izza will not look at in the day of judgment, nor will he cleanse from their sins, and for them is a huge punishment. Do you see, dear ones, that in the court of the Dhul Arsh al Majid, in Fa'alul Lima Yurid, the respect of parents is second only to his exclusive worship. This is not a small concept. And unfortunately, we live in a time in an age where mass media, multimedia, social media encourage rebellion against home and rebellion against authority and rebellions against seniority and Allah forbid rebellion against parents. Remember Allah Rabbul Izzah doesn't say if your parents are good to you, be good to them. 
You know when they reach old age, they have lived in another time. Allah Rabbul Izzah knows that. You're living in a new time. Allah Rabbul Izzah knows that. Some of their ideas might be outdated. Allah Rabbul Izzah knows that. But He has obligated upon you, listen. If when they reach old age and become, you know, in the back seat and less relevant and less up to date and you can look frustrated in that age, don't even say oof to them. For those of you that still have parents alive and may Allah Rabbul Izzah give the parents of one and all long lives in his ta'in in his ibadah. After this event finishes, do me a favor. Call them. Express your love and affection and devotion to them. Apologize for any shortcomings. And say the person has come here and advised and it, you know, entered the heart and I have accepted. And Allah Rabbul Izzah bless you with it. My dear ones, Wallahi Azim. Dunya in akhirah will be yours if those two are happy from you. And I don't speak, you know, all nice rhetoric. Bidalil. Bidalil. With evidence. You know, in Islamic history, the Prophet wasallam. actually I'll start from the time of Umar. You all know Umar. Radiyallahu an Umar. Aba Hafsin, Amirul Mu'mineen. You know, the Khalifa, his name is even on the justice system of the U United Kingdom, Umar. So when Umar became Khalifa, and delegations used to come from Yemen, Umar used to run out to meet the delegation. And he, he used to ask this question from all of them that came. Afikum Owais ibn Amir. Is there a person in this delegation by the name of Owais ibn Amir? So he say no. And eventually a delegation came. Umar went out again from Yemen. Afikum Owais ibn Amir. Is there a person amidst you by the name of Owais ibn Amir? So they said, Naam. So Umar said, Aanta Owais ibn Amir? You're Owais ibn Amir? He said, Naam. So Umar said, Min Muradin, thumma min Qaran. From the main tribe of Murad, sub-tribe of Qaran. Main locality of Murad, sub-locality of Qaran. Owais said, Naam. So Umar said, Kana bika baras. You had a skin affliction. Allah cured you from it. Except for a coin size. You have a skin condition. Allah cured it. But there's a spot that big left. Why oh, said naam? Yes. So Umar said, You have an elderly mother. Why oh, said naam? So Umar said, سَمِعْتُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ يَقُولُ I heard the messenger say, يُقْبِلُ عَلَيْكُمْ 
أويس ابن عامر مع أمداد أهل اليمن من مراد ثم من قرن كان به برس فبرأ منه إلا موضع درهم له والده آه عمر delegation from Yemen will come I might you know the Rasul has passed away but Umar a delegation from Yemen will come there will be a person in there his name will be always the son of Amir he is from the tribe of Murad and sub tribe of Quran and he has a skin affliction and Allah has cured him except the size of a coin and he has an old mother and listen Umar he is good to his mother he is good. This is his qualification. If this Owais ever take an oath on Allah, Allah will fulfill it. If Owais ever asks, Allah will give. So Umar, in if you can ask him to ask Allah to forgive you, ask. You see, to understand the depth of this hadith, Umar is a Sahabi. He is someone who believed in the Rasul and saw the Rasul. A Sahabi. Always never met the Rasul. So he becomes a tabi'i and no tabi'i will ever meet the dust on the feet of a sahabi. The hadith. So the Rasul says, Tuba limarra'ani, glad tidings for the ones that have seen. A glad tidings to you, you got to lay eyes upon me. Glad tidings to those that saw those that saw me. And don't think this is small. The hadith says that there will be a campaign. The Muslims will be on one side. There will be an adversaries on the other side. And there will be deadlock. No one's winning. Group of people will be in campaign and deadlock, no one's winning. Then the leader asks, Afikum man sahaba Rasulullah, or Afikum man ra'a Rasulullah. Is there someone in this gathering that has laid eyes on the Prophet? So a man will say, I saw the Rasul. And the hadith says Allah will give victory to the army simply because a mystery exists one that laid eyes on me. Do you see this sharaf of suhbah? This is the honor, prestige of suhbah. And the hadith, the Prophet says, if one of my companions were to give a handful of dates and sadaqah, and you give the mountain of Uhud and Sadaqah, the handful of dates of my Sahaba will outweigh the mountain of Uhud of your gold. And you will never give a mountain of gold. You, you, you will never give a kilo of gold in your life. But if you gave a mountain, 
And Abu Bakr and Umar gave a handful of dates. Their dates would supersede your mountain. So he's a Sahabi and he's not an ordinary. This is the one he enters. So the Rasul says, tell him, Allah has given you Jannah. And not only that, the Rasul said, Jannah, I entered Jannah. Ana min dhahab, I entered Jannah and I saw a palace of gold. Can you imagine? Walls of gold, decorations gold, lights gold, doors gold, ground gold. You know. So the Rasul is impressed by it. So he says, Liman hadha? Whose is this? Whose is this palace? So the angels say, Lifatam min Quraysh, one of the youngsters of Quraysh. So the Rasul says, Salawat Rabbi wa salamuhu alayh, Fadhanantu anni anahu. I thought it must be me. Why? You're talking about the Quraysh. I am the prince of the sons of Quraysh. So khalas, it's mine. But for clarification, he says, Man huwa? Who? So the angel says, Umar ibn al-Khattab. This is the palace of Umar. So the Rasul says, I wanted to enter it. I wanted to enter it to see. فَتَذَكَّرْتُ غَيْرَتَكْ I really remembered your sense of honor with regards to your women. So I didn't enter. So Umar is sitting in front of the Rasul and he cries, says, Awaminka agharu ya Rasulullah. Will I have any honor with regards to you pertaining to my women? Point in, this is Umar. Already established. Wajibul Jannah. O Mubashirun bil Jannah. And the, had, the uh, hadith of the Prophet Khalil. Now, the question is, what raised you to this status, O Owais, that the Sahabi comes to you asking for dua? And go search and see if you can find anything but birrul walidin, but goodness and kindness to parents. And I am not sure if you can sense the pain and the dilemma of always. Spend a moment and think. He is in Yemen. Islam has entered his house. The Rasul is alive. Every atom of his body yearns to go and say salam. Wallahi al-Azim, the worst of us today, if you hear the Rasul has come, you will crawl on ice to go and meet the Rasul. And this is always you know, the desire to lay eyes on the Rasul and obligation of looking after an elderly mother. I cry when I think about that. You know, what did you do always? A mother there to give up? And the heart is yearning and crying, I, not, I want to go to Rasul. And yet the command of the Rasul, be good to your parents. And he missed out. He missed out on the sight of the Rasul. But Allah elevated him to this level. That now go 
when he comes, tell him that I know about him. And not only that, ask him for dua. Do you see? Nothing got always to this level but kindness to parents. And purchase, purchase the du'as and the supplication of your parents. I say this to my students. I say a laser-guided missile might miss. The du'a of the parents will not miss. You know, in the past, the hadith tells us there was a person by the name of Juraish. You know, taqiyun naqi lillahi al-wali min ash-shaytani bari, righteous man, spent his whole time in ibadah, lived secluded from mankind in a hut, and just used to worship. So Juraish is in salah, and he has a mother. So the mother comes. Ya Juraish, Ya Juraish. And Juraish thinks, and the hadith is so beautiful. He says, Ya Rab, Ummi wa salati. Mom's calling, and I am in prayer. In his heart, Mom's calling, and I am in prayer. What a dilemma. Which one to choose? You know, and sad is your dilemma today. You know, PlayStation or Mom. Isn't it? TV or mom, mom, shh, shh, mom, mom. Do you understand? Juraish isn't fun and games and, and mom. It is ibad. He's standing between the hands of the Lord in salah. So next day she comes again. Ya Juraish, ya Juraish. And he's in salah. So he goes, Ya Rabbi, Ummi, salati. My mother and salah. Ya Rab, what a dilemma. Continued in his salah. And just so that you understand the ruling of the deen of Muhammad, if you stand in salah and it is nafil, as in sunnah or nawafil, and mom calls you, go to mom. In farz, complete your farz. Unless it's necessity. So, third day she came. Ya Rab, you know, Juraish, so he says, Ya Rab, Ummi wa Salati. So now third time, mom has lost her. You know, has got upset, lost her calmness and coolness. So she made dua against who? A sinner. Righteous, devout, God-fearing individual. This is not a, so, but the mom made a dua against a righteous son. And the strangest of duas you will find. May you not die until you come face to face with a lured woman. Strange dua. An ill repute woman. So, days passed, Banu Israel are down in the city, and they're praising, see Juraish, what a pious man. And amidst them is a woman, I'm in the house of Allah, so questionable character, and you understand my hint. So, she says, nah, he can't be all that. 
So they said, go try. See if you can get anywhere with him. So she said, I'll sway him from the path of righteousness. So she went to Juraj, presented herself, you know, trying to get to him. He's a righteous man. Turned away from it. Frustrated and angry, she went to a shepherd, became pregnant, sometimes later gave birth. So Banu Israel, come. What, am, what have you done? Sin. Who's the father? So she said, Juraish. You know, in the absence of DNA testing, it's a problem. What to do? So they come, you know, push down the walls of his house and pull him out and are beating him. So what, what's going on? Oh, you know, he, this one is a very respected member of the... He, he's, he's a saint to them. So how is it that you've come hitting me and breaking my house? And So I said, don't pretend. Look at the mess you've done. What mess? That son, you know, out of wedlock. So he said, give me a minute to pray. I see the status of his piety. So he prays to Raqqa, comes to the child, taps him in the tummy. Because child, who is your father? Newborn. But you see the yaqeen. Huh? You see the level of the man's taqwa. Child, who is your father? So the little babe said, the shepherd so and so. So the scholars say, his taqwa saved him, but the dua of the mother still came true. And what of those who don't have taqwa? Who are cloaked in sin, and then the dua of the mother comes as well. Trust me when I tell you, there is no success, no happiness. If those two are unhappy with you, as you walk out of the house, you will feel the world has turned against you. You know, I will share something with you and I'm cognizant the cameras and the radios there and I wish none of them were here, but just for this part, I mean, apart from this, Alhamdulillah, Allah bless you. You know, in my younger days, um, I came home, I was, I was at home, mom got upset and uh, scolded me and uh, alhamdulillah you know Allah has made obedience to parents somewhat easy for me I'm not a bad child to my parents and my Allah Rabbul Izza keep them happy from me Ya Rabb um, and forgive whatever shortcomings has happened. Um, so mom was upset. And I share this, and I normally don't share personal things, but so that the point comes across and at my expense you can benefit, inshallah. So mom was upset. And I thought I need to walk out, get some. I haven't said a word, but I need to walk out, um, give some space, get some space. Um, and come back later. So I walked out, 
up the garden, cross the road, and about three, four hundred meters down is a park. Was a park. Is a park. I thought I'm going to go for a walk and then come back. Now, as I walked out, my heart saying, your mom's upset, you're going to get it. Every atom of my body, very clearly, very loud, you know, mom's upset, no khair is coming to you now. So I walked out, went to the, crossed the road, went to the footpath, now I'm going to walk down to the park. And I looked from afar, and I see a dog, you know, a big beast of a thing. Very far, you know. And this thing turned and saw me. I have nothing to do with you, you know, that's the parts there. <laughs> I'm very far. And this thing just ran at me. Have you seen those crazy runs where one of the hands go between the two other legs and... Yeah. And I thought, Halas, he's made a mistake, he's going to stop, you know. And this thing kept on coming. So I said, oh yeah, yo. I ran down home, opened the door, said, give me your hand. So mom said, you saw, huh? I said, I saw, so I kissed it. <laughs> and wallah, it is, it is my belief that if you leave home, mom and dad are upset, unhappy, hurt, the world will be against you. And if you have the blessing of still a mom and dad, you know, Spend some time at her feet. It is easy to be pompous, you know, sit cocky and arrogant. Sit at her feet. Kiss her hands. Kiss her feet. Uh, make her feel valued, important. Get her little silent du'as from the heart. And walk. And see all the doors of khair open to you. Wallahi al-azim. Like... I have given you the, the problem side, I won't give you the good side, you know, the good that happens when, you, when your parents are, are happy. But every difficulty moves out of the way. And one of the scholars of the past said, he goes, I have two weapons at home. They'll put the sajada down and they will shoot missiles at you that you don't know what to do with. You know, don't annoy me. My parents are still alive. I call, they make dua for you. Khalas, where are you going to go, you know? So, um, my dear ones, be good to your parents, unconditionally. And they're with us for a little while. Allah give them the age of the mountains. They're with us for a little while. You don't want to look back at some stage and say, I could have done better. Um, and they are easy to please and although at times they might pretend not to be but hearts of parents don't keep grudges against their children and if you aren't able to win them over keep trying harder you're not doing it right um, for your time and patience um, I thank you may the heavens guide and guard you um, keep your brother in your dua may Allah accept from me and from you